9 o'clock, it's an Apache Friday where we celebrate the weekend. Jim, along with Cake today from the Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios, the most trusted name in automobiles. Always enjoy uh, talking hockey with Jackson Wilson, River City Sportplex. And just once again tonight, if you're looking for a really cool, fun family thing to do to celebrate the holidays, uh, they have their uh, Holiday on Ice event tonight, 6 o'clock. Their figure skating program will be performing at uh, River City Sportplex. That's $5 to get to get into that uh, tonight, by the way, at River City. All right, we also have plenty of high school sports going on while your classic wrestling tournament gets underway in just about an hour out at Central High School. And you also have the Palisade Winter Classic basketball tournament that's going on as well. First night of it was last night out at uh, Palisade High School. And uh, we're going to start out this hour talking a little Fruto Monument Boys basketball with head coach Jake Aguirre. Talking Fruto Monument Wildcats basketball on the team. All right, Fruto Monument getting the win last night over Delt in the first night of the Winter Classic. And our conversation with Jake Aguirre brought to you by the Rick Nelson Agency and American Family Insurance. For a free comparison, call this team of licensed professionals at 970-241-0078. Wildcats coach Jake Aguirre with us. Jake, appreciate the time. Happy holidays, sir. Yeah, yeah, you too. How you doing, man? Doing fine, doing fine. Uh, last night was the first night of the Palisade Winter Classic. And your team just uh, keeps on rolling that uh, really successful run at the Weld Central Tournament, uh, where you go undefeated there. As I mentioned, you're now seven and zero, and you get the win over Delta last night, seventy six to forty two. We had Daniel Thomason on from your basketball team as our Scotty's Complete Car Care Center Athlete of the Week, and he talked about uh, facing uh, Tucker Johnson last night. Good matchup between two talented uh, big men. Uh, but uh, another good game for Daniel, 18 points last night. Johnson had 12, but uh, Daniel Thomason and your basketball team in general, Jake, playing some some outstanding basketball to start out this season. Yeah, yeah, we, uh, we've we been playing really well so far as a team. Um, you know, I think on the defensive end, the way the boys played it, play together uh, kind of gets us rolling offensively. But, you know, it's it's been – We've had some success. It's been some. It's been fun, but you know, a lot of hard work, and and we still got a lot of things to fix with these guys. And I think when you look at last night's game, that uh, that third quarter was really the difference. Uh, your team you know, outscored uh, the Panthers twenty-two to seven. You had uh, you know guys uh, dropping some threes for you, Luke Rollins, Austin Reed among them. Where your perimeter play was really kind of the difference that really triggered that that big run in the third quarter. Yeah, I felt like we came out at half with a little bit more energy, um, a little bit more, you know, prepared and ready to go for the physical nature of that game. Um, you know, Delta was, they were strong, and, and they they kind of bothered us a little bit um, to start the game. But once our boys kind of got, you know, they understood what was out there uh, coming out of half, I think we are a little bit more, you know, mentally ready and, and like I said, came out with with some more energy, and and that kind of got us flowing. But just like I said, the it started on the defensive end, and that opened up some things for some of the boys to get some nice shots up for us. Fertilizer boys basketball coach Jake Aguero with us. Wildcats with the win over Delta last night to open up the Palisade Winter Classic, seventy six forty two. You uh, were a couple points above what you've been averaging, Jake, about seventy four point six points per basketball game. 
why is it clicked so well in the offensive end so far? Because I mean, like I said, out of the gate at the Warrior Challenge, you guys were, have been scoring the basketball pretty efficiently. Yeah, it, it's all it's the boys. They they play well together. And, you know, they don't care who scores as long as we score. Um, they find each other. It, it's just a really a really special group that we have here. Um, you know, it really is like a family with the guys. They they know each other. They've played a ton of basketball together, and and that and that's one of the things that's really really good. You know, we got a couple groups that we roll with um, at times, and we feel like each each group can give us something special because they they play they play it together, and and that's what we wanted to do. And and the fact that these guys can shoot it and make it. Um, helps that out too you know uh sure. but they they play together and it's been a lot of fun to watch and tell them all the time you know we got the best seat in the house watching you guys play this game and it's, it's been a lot of fun jake higuera coach of the fruit of monument wildcats boys basketball team with us today on the team sports network you referenced and you know some some things you still need to work on i mean no basketball team's perfect regardless of the record whether it's zero and seven or you know seven and oh there's still things you want to work on what are some of those things jake that you still yeah some maybe you know it's it's you know maybe certain defensive sets uh maybe inbound plays what are some of these areas that you still are going yeah we we could be better we could be more efficient in fill in the blank on that well how much time do we have jim (laughs) No. We got a few minutes, Jake. <laughs> I'm your se- Jake, you're seven and zero. At least you know. Come on, at least enjoy being seven zero a little bit. I know you're you're a perfectionist like most coaches are, but we we've got some time here. Go ahead and t- <laughs> yeah. t- t- tell, yeah, tell you me know, tell there's, me what you need to work there's on. There's a lot of the little things, um, the little things that we talk about. You know, about taking care of our guys and and playing defense as as a team. And and I'm talking about little things that that you don't think of. Um, you know, as, as you're watching it, but, uh, we have, we have some things we, we need, still need to work on. We need, we need to take care of the ball. Um, you know, we're, we're throwing the ball away quite a bit. Um, and, and these guys are, are too good to, to be like that. So, so, so tightening those types of things up. Um, I feel like we're a pretty good rebounding team, but there's a lot of things that we see when we break down the film that, you know, we can be better as a whole. And I'm talking each each guy, I'm talking the guys on the bench, uh, to all be involved on that side of the floor. And, and, and you know, there's there's just, a, you know, a handful of things, but but it's all stuff that we see. And, and we know, and the boys know, too. The boys will know right away um, coming out of there the things that they want to be better at as well. So, um you know, it it is that's a, this group is is a lot of fun. They they want to they want to be great and they want to be great for each other. And so, it's just it's just a continual thing of of working and and being the best that we can be each day. Well, now you have in the semifinals of the uh, Palisade Winter Classic, you have Mead, and uh, it's a really good basketball team. Um, guy in particular that. Uh, is going to be a, a point of emphasis uh, for your team defensively. It'll be Tucker Mills. He's averaging 21 points per game, six and a half rebounds, 2.7 assists per game. Player, it's about six six, and uh, pose a big challenge for you tonight in the semifinal of that uh, Winter Classic. Yeah, yeah, he's a great player. They have they have a couple guys that we're going to have to definitely know. And, and as a team, they play well. I mean, they played great defense, obviously last night. Um, with against Central, I mean, 
that's not a bad team and and they did a really good job defensively from what it looked like so um we yeah we see that we love it though jim we love that with that we're going to be able to play some tough games at this tournament you know it's it, it, it's it's what you want as competitors it's our boys want it they're so excited they they were you know we play central a couple times a year so they were like hopefully we don't get them again um and so this game against Mead, our boys are very excited, um, you know, and, and, I, and, and it's going to be a great, hopefully a great game. Hopefully both teams will get after it we'll, and we'll get a couple more buckets than them. But this is, this is one that, you know, we were excited for when we first saw it all the way through. We were hoping that this would be a matchup for us. Perhaps the best team you've played so far this season is the one you'll play today in Mead? Yeah, from the looks of it, yeah, that's what we're thinking. And, and, you know, it's one of the toughest games on our schedule for the whole year from, from what they, you know, how they've started off, you know, their history, their great program. And so, yeah, this is, this is one we were, this is, this, these are the games that we want to play. These are the games that we really want to play and are excited for it. Furnham on boys basketball coach Jake Aguirre with us today on the Team Sports Network. Uh, you know the Warrior Challenge is around Robin, so you know you, you, it's a schedule where you don't have to end up playing, like you said, Central, uh, who's a, a league opponent for you, um, or or a Grand Junction. Do you like the setup though, where you get a chance? I mean, where there is that chance, you might play one of your your, your league foes, one of your Valley foes, maybe in a championship game. It's it's not going to happen this time, but um, you know, as far as you know, you know, Palisades not in your league, so if you end up playing them, it's. It's uh, certainly not that uh, matchup against a league foe, but do you like this setup with the Palisade as? I, think, I know Corey Hitchcock's been excited about putting this tournament together. Do you like the way this is laid out and, and the teams involved in it? Chance to stay at home, but also play some really good competition. Yeah, yeah. I think anytime we can get, you know, some of those teams, and, and the teams around here are, are, are good as well, you know. Um, but when we can get some of those top tier teams from over the mountain, uh, you know, we that that's always great over here because it doesn't seem like it happens very often. So, yeah, we were we were happy with with the, with this year's tournament, and and you know, and it's always nice to be close to home. You know, it's always nice. So, yeah, I mean, so far it's so far it's been good. If you call me tomorrow, maybe I may change my mind. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> well, well, hopefully. Hopefully tomorrow you're playing in the title game at the, the Winter Classic at Palisade. So the schedule looks like this today. Fruita Monument has meet at 4.30 in the winner's bracket with Central taking on Delta at the same time in the consolation bracket. Palisade, they're hoping to play in, in the title game against, yep. of, course, of course, Jake's Wildcats. Uh, Palisade plays Silver Creek in the winner's bracket at 7.30 at Grand Junction playing Montezuma Cortez in the consolation bracket at 7.30. Championship game set for 1.30 tomorrow at Palisade High School. Jake, best of luck and gets me today. Appreciate the time. As always, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holiday. Thank you, sir. You too. All right. Jake Aguera. Do we have enough time to talk about things I, I want to work say. on? Today? It's like, Jake, you're 7-0. and oh. But but that's why they're 7-0 and oh right now. Because they're going for the... He's the, won state championships as a coach. They're going for that perfectionist mentality of, of do everything perfect and, and do everything that you know how to do the best way that you know how to do it. And it can always be better. And it can always be better, yeah. And so, I said the only undefeated team left here in the Valley, as far as uh, basketball goals, as far as basketball goes. So, 
Uh, best of luck to the Wildcats tonight and the rest of the Valley teams, both the boys and the girls, uh, out at the Palisade Winter Classic. All right, Jim along with uh, Cake today. Text your calls, 970-242-1340. Uh, are there too many bowl games? Got some thoughts on that today. Uh, also, we had talked the other day about Nikola Jokic, who got the Michael Jordan MVP trophy the other night, that um, Bill Hanslick, former Nugget player and coach, was on the show with us Wednesday, and he said, Nikola Jokic is the greatest Nuggets player, and it's not even close. It's not even up for debate. And we're kind of like, well... I think it kind of takes the fun out of it, though, if you can't have a debate about I it. I still think there's probably, yeah, there's there's still room for debate considering how good it players like, obviously, Alex English and Dan Issel, and Bobby Jones and Kiki uh, Vandaway I'm, and I'm Carmella, the, uh, Carmelo. I was going to say, I'm in the generation of the year of your Carmelo Anthony's of the world. Yeah, there's you just, you know, a, you know, a lot of incredibly talented basketball players and that, not say that Nikola Jokic could not he will end up being the greatest nugget of all time. I, I think he will be. I think he will at some point get them to the finals. I don't know if they're going to win, but I think he will at some point get them there. And I think that's that's the threshold he has to cross. Can he get this team to the championship, can does he? You know, can the Nuggets have that opportunity to win a first ever NBA title? And that's that's going to be, I think, you know, one of the things we have to look at when evaluating somebody like Nikola Jokic, most decorated, no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. Is this the team that gets to the NBA Finals, or are they still like a year away? Because Memphis is playing really well. You know, Golden State's having their troubles right now, but you can't say that that's going to last forever. That's that's too talented of a team, and Steve Kerr's too good of a coach for them to stay there. It's going to be tough. I don't know if it's going to be this year. Is I there an Mitten, in-season trade or acquisition the Nuggets make to get them there? I think they feel like if they can get MPJ back and healthy... That I don't know if there's if there's Bones, any real room. Bones Highland has stepped in and been, a, but you know, has picked up being the backup point guard, and I think that's that's worked out because that was part of the concern about trading Monte Morris was who's going to be that guy to back up Jamal Murray. Yeah, and I think Bones Highland shows has shown that he can do that. I think the addition of Contavious Caldwell Pope in that trade with Washington. Yep, his three point shooting has been. Extremely impactful. Doesn't put up a bunch, but boy, when he does, he's been been deadly from from three point range. You know, I think DeAndre Jordan's been that good complement off the bench to, to back up Nikola Jokic. Right. I think as configured, I I do feel like they're pretty good where they are. And you know, I you know, once again, it gets back to can this can somehow this team be more consistent defensively? Therein lies the rub that's been a problem for Michael Malone for a long time with this Nuggets basketball team. And is and is pretty good enough to win the West. I mean, because it's still well, a very tough Western Conference. And you, got, and, and you got New Orleans that you know it's. I mean, that's it's not it's not going to be easy. MPJ could be a huge difference for this basketball team, though. When healthy, when healthy, because I feel like some of the other areas. 
you know, who's going to be, you know, the backup to Nikola Jokic, you know, after Boogie Cousins departed. Jordan seems to fit there really well. Contavious Caldwell Pope, um, Brown. I mean, they, they've they've made some really good additions to this basketball team. And and I tend to think that staying healthy, that that's going to be, obviously, as every year, it's duh. It's a duh thing. It's key. Right. But it certainly seems like Jamal Murray's getting back to pretty much being the Jamal Murray that we knew before the knee injury. Nicola's Nicola. He's he's a great basketball player. I feel pretty good about where they are right now. All right, nine sixteen. We'll have our picks coming up with the Pope. Also, uh, Nate from ninety six one K Stars supposed to join us coming up in a little bit. A quick preview tomorrow. You have um, the Colorado School of Mines or Diggers playing their first national championship game. McKinley, Texas, taking on Ferris State. Uh, Mines setting a record for wins in a season this year. But thirteen and two, Ferris State's thirteen and one, and um, ESPNU is going to have the game tomorrow, and I believe that it's eleven o'clock our time. Memory serves me correctly. I'm looking. Let's here. take a look, because let's see, D two national championship. I believe it is eleven or twelve o'clock our time. I thought it was eleven o'clock, but I'm looking here to see. 1 p.m. Eastern, oh, so 11 o'clock Mountain Time. So that is from, I think I said McKinley. It's McKinney, Texas. It's at McKinney, Texas, ISD Stadium tomorrow for that one. Uh, second meeting ever between these two, by the way. They have met in the uh, Division II playoffs previously. John Matoka, your Ron Lynn's National Offensive Player of the Year, Armac Offensive Player of the Year. Quarterback's pretty special player. He's also a Harlan Hill finalist, and if you've had the chance to ever watch Mines playing John Matoki, he's really, really good. We, um, we saw him this year. Yeah, saw him when we were to do the Mines game. Um, number one in Division two in passing touchdowns, quarterback rating, and points responsible for. And then you have Ferris State, who, from a quarterback standpoint, Malik Mitchell, they've because they played a few different guys at that position this year. Um, Mitchell, 1,342 yards, six touchdowns, three interceptions. Their ground game has definitely been the, the strong point of what they do, and it's fairly balanced with uh, Marcus Taylor, 670 yards uh, on the ground this season for them. Uh, actually, excuse me, Carson Golker leads them in, with rushing 864 yards uh, on the season. He also has 28 touchdowns. So the running game is the, the bread and butter of Ferris State. So, good luck to the Ordiggers tomorrow. Fly on the Armac, you know, banner looking for the conference's second ever Armac championship. John Ariston, who stepped down uh, earlier this week as CSU Pueblo's coach, won it in 2014. And Miles Cochaver hopes to uh, get one himself. And we're going to talk with Miles Cochaver, CMU football coach, coming up at uh, 940 this morning after the uh, Qantas Club of Grand Junction made that uh, big donation yesterday for football scholarships so uh, we're going to talk with miles about that and the impact that that's going to have on his job going forward as the coach of the cmu football team so that's coming up in just a little bit all right 919 jim along with cake today we will take a break we'll come back our fearless football picks on the way next on the jim davis show on the team sports network Stay by the radio. you are listening to the jim davis show on the team 101 fm 1340 am grand junction 
Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. So it goes down to Jackson Wilson. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Yes, our friend Jackson Wilson had no idea who Nat King Cole was. Here you go, Jackson. Hope you enjoy. And folks dressed up like Eskimo. We're going to talk with Miles Cochaver coming up in a few minutes. The uh, Mavericks getting a big infusion of uh, scholarship dollars yesterday from uh, the uh, Qantas Club of Grand Junction with a matching uh, funds from the CMU Foundation. So we'll we will uh, talk with uh, Miles coming up a little bit. Also get his thoughts about the the national championship game. Of course, Ferris State, you're defending champs. Uh, re- this is a rematch of the 2019 semifinals, by the way, and um, and so we'll see if. Uh, the Colorado School of Mines Red Acres can win a national championship tomorrow in uh, McKinley, Texas. All right, 924, Jim along with Cake today. Are there too many bowl games? I don't think we necessarily feel that way, but maybe you feel differently. Don't forget, we'll have the Cure Bowl today. Uh, Texas, uh, University of Texas, San Antonio takes on Troy 1 o'clock today here on the Team Sports Network. And of course, we'll have the Nuggets and the Lakers tonight at 7.30 on the team. We'll talk more about that game coming up in just a little bit and um right now with us is appearing in a puff of smoke he disappears and he appears in a puff of smoke both ways always works for uh the pope pd pope good morning pope how are you good morning gentlemen how's everything going lots of high school sports going on this weekend that's nice yeah we got uh of course the the warrior classic wrestling tournament starts uh, in about uh, 35 minutes out at central the Palisade Winter Classic basketball tournament going on as well. So um, yeah, man, and got, nice. Got Colorado School of Mines ore diggers. Yeah, I, I saw that, man. I might take a look at that a little bit. Yes, uh, it's going to be a pretty good matchup. Carson Golker, their uh, leading passer. Actually, he's not their leading passer this year, but he's taken over as a quarterback, uh, the quarterback spot. But he's got twenty-eight rushing touchdowns this year. Pretty impressive for uh, the Ferris State. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, quarterback, but uh, of course John Matoka in uh, the running for the the Harlan Hill, the Heisman Trophy uh, of uh, Division Two football. So, uh, do we have the results from last week? Yes, and um, we spoiled it a little bit on Monday because I texted in on Monday's show that uh, Jim's lone wolf approach to picking the Chargers paid yeah. dividends because that. That was the game that put him at six and zero. So Jim is oh yeah, Jim went six and zero last week. That's just not right. Yeah. Oh no, that's that's the way the world should be, Petey. That's <laughs> that's that's Let's karma. Make the world a better place. <laughs> that's that's just everything coming into balance. The stars align. Exactly. That's the <laughs> that's how the universe is supposed to be. So, Congratulations, Mister Mr. Davis. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. You've done thank well. You. So, You've done well. So Jim went six and zero. Oh. I went five and one, and everyone else, our NBC Grand Rando Ron went four and two. Rio went four and two, and Petey, you also went four and two. We yeah. uh, split the Army Navy game. We all got the Bills right. We all got the Eagles right. We all except Jim got the Chargers and Dolphins wrong. We uh, all got the 49ers right, except for Rio, who picked the Bucks, and we all got the Chiefs right. So as it stands, standings look like this. 
Tied for first place, Jim and Rio. Petey, you are four games back in third place. I am in mm. fourth, and the uh, randos are still in the caboose. Okay. All right, so... <laughs> play it. Play it. Play it. Okay. I, I, I was going to wait a beat here, but I guess if you if you really want me to play, play this... He wants to get an oh, order. Yes. What is best in life? Play it. You deserve Crash it. your enemies. See them driven before you. And they hear the lamentation of your women. That is good. Uh, that, that feels good. It does. It feels well really, really good. Well done and really well good. deserved. I should let you know, I'm going to do on-air um, meeting here very quickly. We'll, we'll do picks 920 next Thursday since we're off on Friday. Okay. So you All know. right. Sounds good. I'm, okay. I'm off, too. I'll be home next Thursday. Well, you could come on in if you want to do it in person. Oh, we'd that lo- would be awesome. We'd love I to might see you. just do that, man. Come on in. Yeah. Okay. You know, cool. you know, the, you know where that's the place is. Come on in. Yeah. I'll have to get permission from my wife, but that's okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hey, get, <laughs> no, I'm get, kidding. Get, no, get I'm some clarity. Get the clarity. I know I'm bad, but I'm not that yeah. bad. <laughs> Is it okay if I go to the radio station? <laughs> Hang out well, with you the know, guys down at the team. Is you, it okay? You, Can you, I have your permission? You, well, you know, Petey, that we've we've got some uh, we've got we got some house cleaning to do here. We got uh, we've got some gutters that need to be cleaned out, and See, but no, it's December. Uh, no. I think that still need to be cleaned out. You've been putting that out putting that off since 2018. So, no, no, see, he, Petey, here's oh, what you do. Man, that's good. What you do is you 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 quote unquote run errands, and one of your first errands is, is to stop come, by here for come here. So hopefully, okay. well, with the blessing of your it is man, I'll be in yeah. there, buddy. All right. So well, but get the blessing of your lovely wife first that it's okay. Oh, I always do. Oh, she she she's okay. all good with me as long as I show up with uh, the 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 payment from the district and <laughs> take care of her. She's all good. She's good with whatever. She's good with with she's whatever. Good you're with doing. whatever. All right, so um, Nate from 961K Star is supposed to be here. However, so what happened there? Yeah, I think the alarm or something didn't go off. Uh, he does have the picks in to my phone. He just doesn't, okay. He just won't be in here to d- deliver them in person. Hey, we've all been there. It's been a, it's been a poor effort from the NBC Grand Randos the last couple weeks. <laughs> Pe- it's been a poor Pe- effort. Peterson, well, he did okay. You're talking about your in-house, in, your no. in-house co-workers, Jim. Yeah, damn right I am. Yeah, come on. <laughs> come on, let's go with the program. I mean, P- Pe- Peterson, I had to practically off. beg that guy to do it because he's so busy. He's always so busy. Ron Peterson over a monkey, always so busy. Jeez, he's got to read his Husker blog. See if Matt Rule had a bowel movement today. I, I don't. I super busy guy. Ah, that was good, man. That was really. And then good. Nate, Vikings fan with his paper tiger Vikings football team that going to get crushed in the postseason. Yeah, yeah. I'm coming for both of you today. Woof. Coming for both of you. Woof. I love you, boys. Wow. I do. I really hey, do. Can you handle that, dog? Can I don't you know. handle all of that? I don't know, man. It's, it's disappointing, man. I, I, I have greater expectations of my colleagues as they should expect it from me. I'm just a little <laughs> disappointed today. All right. So we're ready to go a here? Little? We're a ready little? to go. Is okay, that a little? I'm intensely, I okay, I'm intensely disappointed. Okay. Okay. Here we go. It's time for our fearless football picks. Welcome to another edition of Thunderdome. All right. All right. Here we go. Let's do it. 
Um, we're starting with the game you're going to hear coming up on the Team Sports Network. 1 o'clock, the Cure Bowl. UT San Antonio versus Troy. Buckeye Boy and myself are going with UTSA. Nate, he's taking Troy, who are a one-and-a-half-point favorite. So, Petey, what say you? Troy has been an upset type of team, man. I'm going to go with Troy. I'm going to go give him a shot. All right. I was, I was, you know, talking up UTSA, you know, University of Texas San Antonio oh, yeah. a little while ago. Oh, yeah. Conference champions this year, 11-2. and two. Good football team. It's a fairly young program. And Troy's, the- Troy's five and three all time in bowl games, though. But I'm going to go with the Roadrunners of UTSA. All righty, one o'clock right. today on the team. By the way, for that one. All right, next up, the Las Vegas Bowl, featuring two teams that are nowhere close to Las Vegas. Well, <laughs> I mean, I guess spiritually, the state of Florida is its own. Yeah, is its own Las Vegas. Florida Gators, Oregon State Beavers. Oregon State is a ten and a half point favorite. Rio, myself, and Nate all going with Oregon State. Petey, what say you? This is a down year for the Gators, man. This is not your normal Gators team. Even though they did make a bowl game, I'm going to go with the Beavers, man. All right. Oh, a lot of guys not playing for Florida. A lot of guys passing on this one. I have to go Oregon State. Uh, Anthony Richardson, by the way, the, the key guy. He's going to the draft. Yeah. So, but John Boyer that, that played a Palisade, Northern Colorado, CSU, he's on Joe's staff for a while. Right. John's on that staff. You have Luke Musgrave that plays for no, Oregon State. The Musgrave from here? Luke is on this team. And right. Luke is is um, is Doug's son. Bill's, Bill's his uncle. Right. So yeah, I, I've got to go Oregon State. Got the Musgrave tie. Got John Boyer. Oh, that's cool, man. That's a so good one. got to go that direction. So I'm going Oregon State in this one. That that would be you now. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Some, so someone was calling on the other line, and it was a spam call. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. I was it. like, okay, I'm, I'm sorry. Done here. Sorry. sorry. A, lot, a lot of stuff going on in your in your room over yeah, there. Yeah, there's, there's a lot happening. All right, Petey. We got to go with this one because this was probably one of the more entertaining games of the week. Or maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. Your Baltimore Ravens, yes. Buckeye Boys, Cleveland Browns, his beloved yes. Brownies. Cleveland is a two and a half point favorite. It's on a Saturday at 2 30. We will have it here on the team on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Against our better judgment, but we will have it. Um, oh, uh, that's cool. Wow. Then, we got the Broncos and Cardinals Sunday, so yeah, I just, really should I be taking shots <laughs> at you guys? Probably not. You talk about bad judgment. Um, to the shock of no one, Buckeye is taking his beloved Brownies. I am also taking the Browns. Nate's taking the Ravens. PD, I'm not, I'm, I don't even have to ask you, do I? Have you seen that guy, Roquan Swift? That we Smith that we got he's, from the Bears, he's pretty along good. with Patrick Queen, the in two inside linebackers. He's pretty Those good. Dudes They're bad men. Nasty man. And they see, are good. And, and so Huntley, I am going to go with the Ravens defense. Yes. I think defensively they'll take it. And and Huntley's going to be okay. Yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah, I I'm 
I like your Ravens in this one. I'm going to go Baltimore. All right, next, the New England Patriots and the Las Vegas Raiders. Josh McDaniels going up against his former team for the second time in his coaching career because, remember, he went up as the Broncos head coach against Belichick and Brady when the Broncos wore those god-awful mustard yellow and brown uniforms. So does Josh McDaniels get revenge twice against his former team? It's a one-point Raider favorite, so it's basically a push. Rio and I are both taking the Raiders. Nate's taking the Patriots. Petey, what say you? I'm going to go Patriots on this one. I think I think they, they – oh, wait a minute. Who's oh. their quarterback at, at New England? Mac Jones. Is it still Jones? It's still Mac, Mac Jones. Jones. He's too interception prone. I'm going to change that. I'm going to go Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders. The I really think that <laughs> I like my team's chances. Josh <laughs> did a really good job for us when he was here, but he always was good. he was always taking the last donut. That always made me upset. I'm 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 looking to crush him like a paper cup. You missed your comedian career, Mr. Davis. No, no, no. <laughs> comedian career, wow. You've been getting those checks I've been sending you, haven't you? Um, oh, yeah, it's pretty good. I, 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 I'm going to go Patriots in this one. All right. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers host the Cincinnati Bengals in Tampa. Cincinnati, a minus three and a half favorite. Uh, Rio, myself, and Nate all taking Cincinnati and Joe Cool and Joe Burrow against Tom Tom Brady. P- Petey, you, you sound... Uh, you sound begrudgled. Yes, I am begrudgled, but I have to try to stay into the race of the game, so I am going to go with Joe Burrow and the Bungle. Got to go with the eye of the tiger, baby. Joe Burrow. There you go, man. Cincinnati Bengals in this one. All right. Last and least, the Arizona Cardinals come to Denver. The will they have to because they are contractually (laughs) obligated. It's on the schedule. (laughs) They don't have a choice. It is on the schedule. (laughs) It's been on the schedule for a while. Arizona Cardinals, Denver Broncos. Denver, against all odds, is a two and a half point favorite at home. Are you kidding? Denver's a favorite? Two and a half points. So almost a field goal. They could cover. I don't know. We'll see. Um, Rio, myself, and Nate, we are all taking the Broncos in this one. I'm not sure how they're going to do it, but we'll see. This could, you know what this could be? This could be like a 0-0 tie at the end of like the yeah. third quarter. So what's Russell, Russell Wilson's status, man? Where's where, where he at so in the, in the uh, did, protocol? Did some more work yesterday. He has been seen at practice. I don't know. I haven't seen anything official yet. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. Well, he's was, been limited. He's been yeah. limited at best and questionable. Yeah. Probably rated questionable, right? If I was a betting man, I would say it's probably going to be Brett Rippon. Brett Rippon, oh, man. <laughs> Brett Rippon, Cole McCoy. The Cardinals think I'm, I I have more confidence in the Denver defense than I do in the Cardinals as a team. 
So I'm thinking the Denver defense will do enough to do field position so that Rippon can get a couple t- TD passes. And uh, I'm going to go Broncos, man. Really? Wow. Okay. Yes, I am. All right. Well, I, I, how can I argue with that? You're not taking. Oh, I was going to say Denver Broncos. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Denver Broncos. Um, it's worth noting that I believe, if I'm doing my math right here, believe this is the only time that we have all. Nope, I, t- I take that back. This is the third time that we've all been universally aboard the Broncos train. Uh, we all picked the Broncos to beat the Seahawks. We all picked them to beat the Texans. Since then, we've been we've all been fairly split. So we will see. All right. So we are unanimous all right. All right. that the Broncos will beat the Cardinals on Sunday pregame at noon, two o five kickoff, right here on the Team Sports Network. Petey, we'll talk to you next Thursday, perhaps in all right, person. Man, Thursday, I'll be at. I'll be down okay. there, man. Y'all gonna have coffee ready or what? We'll have coffee. Of course, we'll have coffee. I'm it's not. Good, it's good I'll coffee too. I'm not making it, but we'll have coffee. Listen, <laughs> I don't make. Listen, I don't make it because I don't drink it. So, but we'll have coffee for you. We used to have like store brand Folgers and stuff. <laughs> Lena, our HR front office manager, she went out of her way to buy like good coffee, like good beans. So, well, Steve, it's, oh nice, yeah, nice. Okay, I'll bring my my cup. Br- I'll bring br- my cup. Br- bring a couple of mugs, fill them up. You know, thermos. You want to take some oh, home? Okay, we'll hook you up All with right. some coffee. All right, very good. All right, man. We'll see you guys Thursday. Have a great weekend. You too, Petey. Take care. And there he goes. He disappears in a puff of smoke. His eminence, the Pope. All right, 940. Let's quickly get to maybe, possibly. That's the story of the greatest sport moment in all of history. It's time to take a trip back in time. It's this day in sports history. All right, we'll jump on a couple here. 1930 golfer Bobby Jones wins the first James E. Sullivan Award. The award is given to the most outstanding amateur athlete in the United States. 1945, Cleveland Rams beat the Washington Redskins 15-14 for the NFL Championship. 1967, Will Chamberlain of the Philadelphia Warriors scores 68 points and a 143-123 win over the Chicago Bulls. 1990, Warren Moon passes for 527 yards, the second greatest passing day in league history as the Oilers beat the Chiefs 27-10. And that's this day in sports history. Coming up next, Colorado Mesa football coach Miles Cochaver on uh, the big announcement yesterday, the uh, Kiwanis Club of Grand Junction with the uh, uh, significant donation to the Maverick football team. We'll talk about that next on the Jim Davis Show. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from Colorado's sports leader, the team. Get in the huddle with Colorado Mesa football coach Miles Kochever on the team. And with us right now, the head coach of the Maverick football team, Miles Kochever. Miles, appreciate it. Happy holidays to you, sir. Hey, happy holidays to everybody. You got uh, one heck of a nice early Christmas present yesterday. Uh, the Qantas Club of Grand Junction donating $118,000 to football scholarships. The CMU Foundation's matching that, so it's $236,000. So, in terms of your program, Miles, what does this mean for Maverick football fans? What does this mean in terms of your ability to bring more talent in to this Maverick football program? Well, this is just a huge step as we continue to grow this and, and take us to the championship level where we need to be at. Um, so, what the Qantas Club was able to do and 
um, turn over, you know, the bogey family scholarship fund that was set aside for football a number of years ago and and now be able to have those dollars matched. This will get us on our track to be fully funded, as President John Marshall talked about. You know, by the time we turn 100 years old as a university, we want to be fully funded. And that was part of the new venture that we set out with, with Brian Rooks taking his new role over in the foundation and fundraising. So this is huge, though, because as you get this, then everybody starts to get on board and, and understands that, you know, with the money and the financial support, we can really grow this thing and get to 36 scholarships and put us on a level uh, playing field with a lot of the RMAC right now. So. This is huge as we grow and we're excited about this. And, and, you know, so as we build this gym, we'll be able to see the impact throughout the years, right? So we get this thing going and get it set up in an endowment, start, you start being able to offer more money to guys to get the guys that we need, you know. So this is, this is huge. How much of an immediate impact does this have, Miles, on, say, the 2023 season? You're recruiting guys right now in terms of where you are scholarship-wise and where does this put you, what does this do for you, at least for, for people to get a sense of an immediate impact. Obviously, long-term, it's going to be huge, but what does it do from an immediate impact? You know, uh, immediately, it, it, it's not going to be a huge impact as we go, Jim. You know, every little bit helps as we continue to move forward. Sure. But So as we start to see a ten to $12,000 increase in our scholarships, you know, it, it will help us this year. So, you know, but we will really start to uh, see the rewards moving forward in, in future years to come. So, you know, we got to build this thing. And you to build a championship team, as you guys know, we have to have the community involved. And having the Kiwanis Club do this and just tells you how special a community like Grand Junction is, where they want to see student-athletes and, and students be successful and create opportunities for them to come and, and earn their degree while having the opportunity to play football. CMU football coach Miles Cochaver with us today on the Team Sports Network. So you mentioned 36 fully funded. Where, where are you right now? Just to, to kind of remind people where you are currently in terms of the scholarships you have available. You know, currently we are sitting in that 24 um, ballpark. So, you know, there's a couple of different ways that mathematically you do it, but we we're funded at about 24, 25 scholarships right now. And um, so we've got a long ways to go to be able to get to that 36. But this contribution from, from the Kiwanis and the Bogey family is just huge as we move forward. Miles Cochaver, coach of the uh, CMU football team with us today on the Team Sports Network. want to get to a couple of other things, Miles. Uh, John Riston, of course, you coached for John over at uh, CSU Pueblo. You're his defensive coordinator. Uh, John stepping down to take a another role uh, with CSU Pueblo in their athletic department. Uh, I'm mean, just kind of take us through that because John has guided the conference to its only Division II football championship while the coach of the Thunder Wolves and guys developed uh, a really strong program and a, a solid reputation in this state. He did so. It just it was awesome to see where he was able to take CSU Pueblo and. You know, a, a heck of an honor for him as he goes out to kind of write his own ticket. So, you know, building that program from scratch and, and the things that we were able to learn from Coach Riston while we were there at CSU Pueblo, just an ultimate competitor. So happy for him that he's able to go out, you know, uh, uh, after having a playoff appearance this year and 
um, you know, just proud of him. And, you know, it's always hard as, as you step away from the game. So I'm sure he's having some struggles right now as he kind of figures out uh, his new role and what is next for him. And then, of course, tomorrow we'll, we'll have uh, Colorado School of Mines or Diggers uh, scoring off against Ferris State for the D2 National Championship. And, and it's the first appearance for the Ore Diggers in the championship game. And uh, once again, I mean, this this speaks to how good the RMAC is. 2014, CSU, CSU Pueblo wins the championship. Uh, this year, Mines is playing for a championship. And obviously, you want to be playing on this weekend down the road, Miles. Uh, you want CMU in this uh, national championship game in McKinley, Texas at some point. But I think it's, it's great for the conference that you have, uh, that there's a representative there from the RMAC playing for a national title. Exactly. You know, so they, they went out and they've handled their business and they've got hot and they just continued to win, but it shows you right where the automatic is, you know, so, and I told our team the other day, I said, you were in every single game this year and, and look where Colorado School of Mines is right now. So you, you, we know what we're working for and where we got to go, but <clears throat> it, it, the way that they're able to represent the RMAC and the football and the caliber of football that's being played right now is awesome. So, you know, I think they got a good shot to be able to go out and compete and, and get after Ferris a little bit Saturday and um, represent the RMAC and, and everybody as a whole. Well, there's like there's no doubt you got John Matoka, quarterback, Harlan Hill candidate, that uh, he gives them an opportunity in that game tomorrow, no doubt about that, in McKinley, Texas. Miles Cochaver, Colorado Mesa football coach, with us today on the Team Sports Network. So, Miles, I know we're heading to the holidays and everything, time with the with your family and looking forward to that. But from a, a work standpoint, you know, obviously you've got uh, signing day coming up in February. Uh, you know, a lot of guys you've been talking to. So, I mean, that that's where you are right now as far as just, you know, out there making those phone calls, making those visits, talking to guys, uh, trying to add to this roster for 2023. Exactly. So, as we look at this right now, we're, we've been able to do in this recruiting cycle some things that uh, haven't been done in the past. And, and what it is and what the difference is, is we're building real relationships and we're going out and finding our type of guys. You know, there's a lot of good football players, but we got to find the guys that are going to fit here in our community, in Grand Junction, and help take us to the next level. We want guys that are hungry um, as they continue to build on their future and who they want to be as men. And that's the big thing. When we get guys that are driven with that attitude, the football takes care of itself. And, and we can't do it without having guys. Um, you know, so... I just go back, Jim, it, it helps now when we were able to get the Kiwanis Club and to be able to turn over that money and then get the matching dollars from President John Marshall and, and some things that we have in motion now are huge. So we continue to grow that, find the right young men that can come in and develop. You know, you see a, a team talking again about Colorado School Mines and you got fourth, fifth, sixth-year guys because of covid that have been a part of it, understand it, and they're going out and, and they make very few mistakes. And, you know, we see where that's been able to take them this year as they're getting ready to play for that national championship. So, you know, as we build this thing, we want to find the right guys and, and guys that are going to help take us to that championship level. And, Miles, always appreciate it. Merry Christmas to you and your family, my friend. Hey, you too. Appreciate you guys. Merry Christmas. Likewise. Take care. Miles Coach Haver, coach of the Cutter Mavericks football team as a huge thing long-term for, uh, for Maverick football to, to get that kind of um, financial support uh, c- contribution, that kind of support uh, from the Kiwanis Club of Grand Junction, of course, CMU Foundation, matching those funds as well. All right. 
So uh, coming up a little bit, 1 o'clock today, we'll have the Cure Bowl. University of Texas San Antonio takes on Troy. Nuggets tonight. Nuggets square off against the L.A. Lakers. And that's a 7.30 uh, pregame for that one tonight right here on the team. It's going to be uh, anytime it's the Lakers, right? I mean, it's it's always it's always a, a fun matchup with the Nuggets and the Lakers, even if the, the Lakers are not. You know, they, they've started to put it together a little bit here as of late. But uh, nationally televised game tonight, by the way, for that one. Lakers are 11 and 16. Nuggets are 17 and 10 right now. I kind of like it when the Lakers aren't as good. Is that bad? That's it's okay. It's okay. Is that to, a little unfair? A little schadenfreude? Just a little enjoy, bit. Enjoy their misery a little bit. Uh, let's see. LeBron's going to play tonight, apparently. At least what I'm, I'm reading. Hey, so, <laughs> of course, there you go. They played out in L.A. too, so... More likely to play out there than if they were playing in Denver. But uh, 7.30 for that one tonight. Jason Kosminski will have the call right here on the Team Sports Network. All right, that's our show for today. Uh, Next week, we'll be here Monday through uh, Thursday. We'll be off next Friday, by the way, for uh, the day before uh, Christmas Eve. So uh, we'll be off next Friday. But, um, of course, uh, make sure you you, uh, catch the Cure Bowl today at 1 o'clock and then tonight Nuggets and the Lakers 7.30, and then tomorrow, starting at 10.30 tomorrow morning, we'll have our NFL triple header, Maverick basketball over on 1100 KNZZ against Adam State tomorrow at 3.45.